0: Welcome, everybody, to the Science of Yes. This is Pam Heath, the Yes Coach, and it's Thursday evening, and we're getting started with another week of examining the energy of yes. I'm your hostess, and I believe that you can leverage your knowledge and your belief in the power of yes to create an extraordinary, prosperous life by design. I'm a life coach and a business strategist, and I specialize, and breaking down the emotional barriers that block you from what you're committed to achieving in life. My background is in personal development, communications, team management, and organization. And that's also coupled with years of empowering individuals to achieve their best results. I spent a lifetime as a legal administrator and operations manager, and I also spent many years leading webinars, seminars, and impactful transformational programs, and I will work with you to enhance your ability to create an extraordinary life that you absolutely love. I call myself a yes coach, and my process I designed is the science of yes. I'm a yes coach because I train and teach you to say yes. I'm not a psychic. I don't do psychic readings, but I can coach you very positive powerfully from this energy that I say the universe resonates at. It resonates on the energy of yes. So you can join me here each week on my show. We are here every Thursday night, Pacific Standard Time at 8 p.m. I'll guide you in having it all that you wish for, that you envision, and that you desire in life. And you don't have to let your fears keep you frozen in place. You can take on life and everything it has to offer. Just Say yes. Please visit my website at www.yescoachforyou.com. That's yes, y-e-s coach, c-o-a-c-h. The number four and the letter U.com. And you can sign up there and get a free download of my ebook, The Yes Blueprint: Scale Your Business to Win. Come on my program and get answers to any questions you have regarding starting a business or creating a business plan or anything around getting your business going. I can support you. I focus on conscious professionals as well as creative artists. So if you're one of those, you know, you can come to me and I can help you get started so that you're relating to your business as a business and not as a hobby. You'll make more money, you'll generate more conversions of your leads, and you'll have everything you want in life, and I can guide you to that with the power of yes. So coming from the energy of yes, anything is possible. My first book, I'm so excited about it. My book is called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. So I have time later in the show, I'll read you an excerpt from that book. It actually takes you down a very structured path to what it looks like to create the vision of your life fully functional, fully balanced, inside the energy of yes. But in the meantime, again, I'm the yes coach. So you can come to me and you can ask me questions about what you're up to in the realm of your career, in the realm of your relationships, even in the realm of your home and your environment at home, or whether or not you even know to have fun. That's right. I can coach you in the energy of yes to have more fun in life. All of that is possible when you're resonating at the power and energy of yes. So tonight we're here this week. We're very excited because we've been sick with a cold. I actually flew to Texas two weeks ago, and um, we were practicing social distancing and doing everything, washing our hands and being very careful. I was taking my granddaughter back home. She was visiting me for the summer here in Los Angeles where I live in Southern California and she lives in Amarillo, Texas with her mom. And um she was visiting me. She's been she was here for two and a half months. I took her home two weeks ago and I came back from my trip and I fell sick. I don't have COVID nineteen. I did get tested, but it was a really gnarly, nasty cold and I wasn't able to do my show for two weeks and I'm back and I'm back and ready to rock. So I see we have a caller so I'm going to open up the lines and see what we can do to spread the yes energy around the world, especially since we're feeling better. So here we go. You are on live with Pam Heath, the yes Two said.
1: Oh, hi. I I was just listening, but I'm happy to engage in a conversation with you if you'd like. If okay with that if you don't have other callers.
0: That's fine if you want to. It's also okay to just listen. I usually try to check in with people because a lot of times, you know, when we interact about, yes, I can actually help you use the energy of yes to create a result in your life or manifest something that you're out to manifest. And that's always a good thing, right?
1: Yeah, it, it, it really is. But um, actually, I guess maybe the question I'd like to, to ask in, in, in um, relation to that is, is um, overcoming or uh, breaking down all of the nose and oh. you know yeah. the, the opposite of yes, not nose on your face. <laughs> all of the nose. Yeah, exactly. The the
0: the nose that you are beating
1: life. down with. That you are beating down with.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, come so at actually, you, hard. you know, because you can say yes it's a thousand times over, but if you're deep inside. All you feel is beaten down by nose since the time you were born. There is no chance for a yes to flourish. So I just kind of would like to throw that out. I know I'm not alone on that, but I think it's a really important uh, point to make. You know, for people who um, are have been have been really abused or or traumatized from birth with nose or any other. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, you know, expressions of of um, negativity. negations. Yeah, yeah. negativity. By, it could be sexual abuse, you know, it could be all kinds of things. Absolutely. How do you get to yes when your whole life has been nothing but no's from the get-go? It's kind of how I would like to ask that question.
0: I'm glad you asked that question. It's the most important question that you can ask.
1: What's your name? Allison.
0: Allison, it's so great. I'm so glad you called in. I'm glad you asked me this question. So um, the thing that you need to know about no, no is the energy too, okay? I talk a lot about the energy of yes and striving to resonate with that energy. And when you talk about um, no bombarding you, you're absolutely point on it does bombard you, and it comes from all different directions. And I recognize that sometimes it comes from the people that are the closest to you.
1: A lot of times yeah. when
0: you're growing up, your family are the ones who are bombarding you with negativity and, and you know, yeah. no. And it's hard. It is hard, as you say. And it's not impossible. When you're talking about abuse, I was physically and sexually abused by my father like I was his concubine from the time I was four years old. Until I was old enough to fight him off. You know, I know exactly what it is when people come at you with their energy and all you want to do is just be left alone. But I'm going to tell you something. Are you a parent by any chance?
1: I did not raise any children, no.
0: Okay. The reason I asked is that there's something that happens when you are responsible for another human being. And any time I leave my workshops or any of my seminars and I ask the parents in the room one question, Darf, I have yet to this day ever had somebody stand up and say, well, I don't know. You know why? Now They don't have crystal balls. They don't know. I mean, you know, starvation is, is one major, major form of of What kills children on the planet Earth? And yet every course I've ever led, when I ask that question to the room, 100% of all parents always say no. And when they say no, they're saying it from a particular space. And that space is from their commitment. When you have a child, and I get that you did not raise a child, but I think you understand what I'm talking about when you're committed thing will be, then nobody can rain on your parade. They'll try. As a matter of fact, I coach my clients all the time. Be careful who you share your dreams with because there are people who intentionally will set out to rain on your parade when they know you're having one. Do you follow my meaning? Yeah. You know, so don't go looking for where you know you're going to get rained on because their energy, you know, will stomp on you. And until you become powerful enough where you can smack them down, protect your yes, protect your energy. Don't go around them telling them what you're up to because then they'll bring the no. They'll bring the negation. They will try to stomp you down. And why? I don't know why. Why? I wish I could tell you people in your life that just won't let you be happy. They just won't. But you deserve to be happy. You have every right to be happy. And if you want to achieve happiness, sometimes you have to leave some people alone. Do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I wrote the book on this. Yeah, even though they're your relations, even though you won't stop loving them as your relation or as your friend, sometimes you have to leave them alone while you build the muscle called yes. Build that muscle so that anybody that comes up to you, just like those parents that when I ask them, are your children ever going to start, they say no. When you can do that, When somebody tries to rain on your parade, you can go around negative people. But until you're there, don't invite them into your environment. Don't go seeking them because they will suck your power like a vortex, like a tornado. And you have to protect your power. You really do. And you've learned enough. I can hear it in your voice. You've learned enough that you can't be nice to some people. You just can't – you try to be nice and polite and kind and caring, but some people, you give them that, and then they want more and they want more until there's none left, and then they leave you and go to the next one, and they don't try to take care of you the way you took care of them. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I do, and I kind of want to play devil's advocate. If you have a moment, I'd like to play not devil's advocate, but give you kind of another side to the to the starvation question. Do you mm-hmm. have a moment, or no? If not, if we're not, that's you, okay. I, I, I invite that, you to. I invite you to say
0: what you need to say, and I'll and I'll listen.
1: Okay. So, because I know, because I'm speaking, not just you know, I'm speaking for many, many people here as well, not just myself. Just because you're a parent who says who can claim rightfully, yeah, I didn't let my children starve. It's like parents who think that providing their child their children food is some great accomplishment, is some great achievement, that is some proof of loving their child is dead wrong. You can hate well, your hold child. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You can hold hate on, your child on. and and and, and, give and give not what them I food. And give them food. You said uh, I didn't say them for, for food, right? No, you I didn't food, say,
0: right? right. I didn't say, did your children starve?
1: No, 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 no. All what, I said, what? will your okay.
0: children starve? In other
1: words, in the right, future. but that's the point, right? It's, it, okay, you came, in, you came in from a little bit different door. Okay, those parents who can say, no, my children will never uh, starve doesn't mean anything about love.
0: It doesn't, it, has it nothing wasn't to do about with love. love. It wasn't about love at all, sweetheart. For the child. Yeah. Okay. It was about commitment. There is no possible way you or I or anyone on this planet can predict what's going to happen to somebody's child. That's right, yeah. Okay? Right. From knowledge, because they can't say something could happen tomorrow out of their control. My point Mm-hmm. was where they're speaking from is not from knowledge. It's from but commitment.
1: Commitment to It's what? not
0: from knowledge. Commitment, commitment, commitment to what? will do whatever it takes to have that not happen, even not knowing how. And that's why I'm addressing this to you, because your question yeah. to me is, what do you do when someone's beating you down? And I'm telling you right now, the answer to that question is in mm-hmm. what I Said, what I really said, not what you heard. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about oh. your ability mm-hmm. to stand up to someone who's doing you wrong and tell them, Up with
1: this, no more will I put.
0: You will not oh, do this well, to me. Okay,
1: yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of really, I'm kind of, I think we're a little, we're on parallel paths, but uh, parallel train tracks, but, but, um, You can do that as you get older, you know, as you have your own freedom of choice and your own freedom of action. You know, when you're an infant, you can't really say, I'm out of here. No, you cannot. When you're a child, trust me, you are dependent upon you. Like I said,
0: when you're a child, you're at the effect of what people older than you do to you. What I'm trying yeah, to get you right. to get, and I, right. I'm so glad that you're interacting with me on this, what I'm trying to get you to get is there's a moment in time when you can, and until you can, wait for it, because there is a God, whether you believe in God or whether you believe in the universe or energy or whatever you believe in, and he's got your back. That's gotcha. Okay. So if you're too young, if you're listening now to to us interacting and you're too young to do something about it, if someone's abusing you, just know that God's got your back and keep generating your commitment to survive, to make it until the day you leave that home. I walked out of that door when I was 16 years old and I yeah. never looked back. Yeah. And I've been managing my own life since then. You know, there's a moment yeah, the, in time when each of us, has to look to see what can I create so that I can survive abuse, negativity, beatdowns. Many people go through it. You want to know, how do you bring the yes to a no situation? And my answer to that is through commitment.
1: No, how do you bring the no to a yes? Yep. Okay.
0: How do you so bring the no the to word, a Yes. So the word no in and it of itself is not a bad thing. It's the energy I'm referring to. And there are times okay, when sorry. someone is spraying bad energy at you. I know you know what I'm talking about because there are people like that. They, they're all over the place. They come at you with their negativity. It happens to me all the time, and I'm a demand for yes energy. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: uh-huh. a
0: demand for it. So people come at me with their negativity, and I stop them in their mm-hmm. track but I'm powerful and I'm bold and I'm older. You're right. You, you get to a certain age and you don't put yeah, up with nothing, right. you know? That's right. But yeah. when yeah, you're younger right. and you're learning, you no, know, I feel you. We're on the same wavelength, okay? Mm-hmm. But when you're younger, sometimes you have to deal with the fact that this person has a certain amount of control over you. And if they're spraying negativity, you just have to get an umbrella and hunker down. Create your context for your commitment for your future and avoid Mm -hmm. as much of that energy as you can. I really want to stress for you. It's the Mm -hmm. energy I'm talking about here. They have a certain amount of power, but they cannot own you. They cannot own you.
1: Well, they can if your life depends on it. They can and they do when your life depends upon it and your life depends upon that person, usually the mother, well, just to say generally, you know, there's always variations from age of course. zero no, I know exactly to one. When that, when that parent, whoever that primary caretaker is, wants you, I mean, it's the biggest no in your life. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> I mean, that's a that's the hardest no. That's the most primal no. That is yes, uh
0: You're absolutely right. Traumatic. There are younger that people who are at there the are people of the yeah. people who are their yeah. parents or their guardians being yeah, negative. Right. It happens all the time.
1: Right. It happens right. all the time. Yes, and tough.
0: they may want from, yeah, to get away yeah. from it. And they are kind of yes, stuck they do.
1: there. And they, can't, and they can't because they're babies. They can't even walk yet. <laughs>
0: Well, okay. You know,
1: again, I'm gonna, you know, take a bag and. and so, so, what I, 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 I want to say to you, I though. really want like to say to you, like a child. Go ahead. You know. I was gonna say I'm trying I want to, to differentiate or trying to I understand what you're saying, but I'm trying to separate, you know, what happens to us as what happens to us in adulthood or what we can do in adulthood is nothing what we can do when we're one hour old or two hours old or a week old or a month old or any or of those whatever. things. Because I get it. because those yeah, yeah. and that's the level I'm talking about where the no is has happened from the minute you came out of the womb. And but there are plenty of in babies born.
0: You're not in the womb anymore. But, you don't, talk about the baby. No. Right. but you don't get you don't. to say no. Right, you don't. You don't get to say no when you're a baby in the womb. You don't get to say That's no I'm when about. you're born. Right. And I want, you to, I want you to listen, okay? Just listen. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with what you're seeing, but it provides no power for someone who's dealing with the no energy to say you can't help it right. if your person, you know, you what you want to do is Pre- empower people, okay? That's my mm-hmm. job is to empower people. And there are mm-hmm. people, you're absolutely right, maybe even you, when they were children were set upon and, and abused and treated badly, and it caused a great deal of pain and a great deal of, of negativity mm-hmm. for them, Despite the fact yeah. that they want to be joyful, despite the fact that they want to live in the energy of yes, they have so much mm-hmm. no rain down upon them. They feel like they Correct. have no power. Correct. And I'm here to say, I'm here, Pam Heath, I'm here to say you're not there anymore. Whatever happened in the past, whatever that was that was terrible, I'm really sorry that happened and it's not happening right now. And yeah. you can design a life given by yes, despite the fact that bad things happened. You can actually, yeah. as a matter of fact, you could get a talk show and make millions of dollars explaining to people all about the bad things that happened. And people watch watching this and learn. The reality is, is whatever that was that happened is past now. And it's bad, and it's wrong, and I'm sorry that happened, but it's not happening now. And if it is happening now, you're not a baby anymore. You have power now. And you can say, once upon a time, I would under you, but not anymore. You will not do that to me. You will not talk to me that way. And if you continue, you must walk away. You are not allowed to bring that energy around me. But there's nothing you can do about what they did in the past. And the past is behind you. And I want you to look forward. I want you to create the future. And I don't negate the past. The past is how you became who you are. I've had a lot of Mm tragedies I've had a lot of abuse. You have no idea what has been done to me. And yet here I sit and I'm the end coach. I'm not stopped by what my father did to me. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I have it that I, was, I survived all that so that I could have the compassion to work with people who have had such a hard time and haven't been able to generate joy. I help mm-hmm. them all the time. And it's not because Mm -hmm. I ignore what happened. I don't. What happened, you know, designed my my personality.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, I'm strong because of it. I wouldn't have wished it, you know, if somebody asked me, would you like that kind of childhood? I would have not chosen that. Yeah. You know, that would not have been my choice had I been invited to make a choice. But that's the way it was. It's not like that Mm -hmm. anymore. Uh-huh. Not right now. I'm in charge of my own destiny now, and there's no excuse yeah. to not achieve it because nobody's doing that to me right now. And I promise you, people yeah. try to, you know, bring me no. They try all the time. Uh-huh. I don't allow it. Yeah, yeah, I'll hang up on somebody before I listen to no. And I don't mean yeah. that you're saying no. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying oh, that when you're committed to yes, no doesn't get to play in your playground. Mm-hmm. Uh That's what I'm saying. And I honor what you're saying. I know there's people out there listening to me who think that I'm sort of crap because I say that you can have anything you want and that you bring yes to life. And they think, no, life isn't yes, life is no. Just look at what's going on in the news. Uh Look at Trump. Uh Look at, you know, Biden. Look at Jacob Blake. Look at the people who are, you know, killing each other. Look at over here at the drugs and the prostitution. Look over here at this. How can you say life is yes? And like Dr. Phil, I say, well, how's that going? Thinking that way, talking that way. Living a great life, are you?
1: Okay.
0: Okay, well, would you like like to? Because I am, and I had all those horrible things happen to me, and yet here I am Mm -hmm. joyful. So there's a way, Mm -hmm. there's a pathway to joy, and it doesn't mean because terrible things were done that you can't have the same joyous life. I've met people who never had horrible things happen to them in their childhood. I have friends whose parents were loving and kind and raised them powerfully and loved them and they built like a fairy tale.
1: Like a fairy tale. Can girl. you give me their can you give me their names and phone numbers? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, okay. That's the sure kind of sounds-
0: life I would have asked for if somebody had yeah. asked me when I was in the womb. You know, that's not the life I had. But I know people who didn't experience, and, you know, wow. once upon a time, when I was in church, uh, the pastor told me that God promises that he will never give you more than you can handle. And yeah. I told him, I'm, I'm challenging that statement. You know, I think he's given me a lot of things, but his proof was, well, here you are. Here you <laughs> are. Look, you look pretty good to me. He, he, you couldn't have handled it, it wouldn't have it. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to argue with you, Pastor, but it seems awful harsh. You know, I know exactly where you're coming from, but I'm telling you, so have got two choices here. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. I say choose yes. It's just a better way to live your life. There's no compunction that you must choose no just because it's been there always in your life. You can choose yes even though your life has been no because you get to say how your life goes now and nobody has that power over you anymore. And yes, there was a time in your life when they did but I don't know about you sweetheart but for me that was a long time ago. My father is dead. He can't hurt me anymore.
1: Well the inner your inner uh, the inner you know the father within let's say your father within the one that you know we all internalize our parents he still can it's just that it, his physicality is the least of your concern not your concern you know what I mean it's just they can the, the parents who i mean your father for example could could do incredible continue to live, so to speak. He's, his powers, his presence, his effect on you mm. can live on even if, when he's out of your space, when he's out of your life, and when he's out physically, like, you know, like out of your life physically, like, you know, he lives in a different state or something. And then when he's literally dead, they still can have that because it's internalized. The internalized parent can or not just the parent, but I'm just using, you know, early caretakers, you know, can be even teachers and so on. For better or for worse, it can go both ways. It can go both ways. you're right. We all all have one teacher that we were very fond of when we were kids, and we will never see them again because they were our third-grade teacher, but they had a positive impact. So it goes both ways. But the parent, obviously, is the more impactful one because there are day-to-day caretakers, not the teacher we see for two hours a day in class or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> of course, I was back in the day when there was actual school. <laughs> not like today when all the schools are shut down, but anyway, that's a different subject.
0: That's a whole different subject because these kids today don't even know what school is based on what we went through. No, they
1: don't. No, they don't. What a bunch of dumb idiots were producing. Anyway. <laughs> They're different. They're talking, definitely different. Talking through a computer screen on Zoom as a classroom situation, man, my heart goes out to every student who is subjected to that right now.
0: Yeah, it is sad. The, their life is different. It's like a science yep. fiction movie for them.
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's but, a bad you know, science fiction movie. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: it is. It's like Isaac, Isaac Asimov could
0: yeah. Even Isaac yeah. Asimov
1: could not come up with something so uh, uh, destructive to humankind. Or George Orwell yeah, could, uh, though, and he did. George Orwell yep, nailed he did. it in 1984. He, he nailed it. Yep. He nailed it. He's he my did. hero. George Orwell. <laughs> he, is hero. he is my hero. He is my hero. He called it, <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to talk about it. You know, we. Uh, Yes, I, I've never listened to your show before, and I'm just out walking right now, and I thought, oh, that sounds like an interesting show. So I just wanted to kind of call in. And, um, actually, I was just calling in to listen. I didn't have any questions for you to begin with. But so we got on some good topics. I think that the power of yes is something that uh, what I would call affirming the self to overcome the destruction of the no that uh, that all of us or most of us got in one degree or another some of us much worse. I cannot imagine uh parents of uh, people who come out of home saying, Oh, my parents really loved me, they're really supportive, um, all of that. It, I was never touched wrongfully. I was never hit. It's like okay, that's not real. Okay, that's what you watch in a movie. That's like a Rob Reiner movie. Yeah. <laughs> Rob yeah, Reiner it like or not, they Ryan. Do exist. I, yeah, I, I, they do it. I, I can't. I I I'm going to take your word for it. I don't see life that way.
0: I understand. And just like just and, like you, yeah. there are people that you know. It's like the pastor told me. Uh huh. God doesn't give you more than you can handle, and some people don't have the ability to handle the kind of tragedy in your childhood that you obviously dealt with that I dealt with. They just couldn't handle it, so God didn't give it to them. They have other things they have to deal with. But they may have to deal with being abused by the person who, yeah. who gave birth to them. You know, they, don't, they didn't have to endure yeah. that. Every Everybody endures something. And there was a reason why yeah. I endured the abuse I endured. You know, it makes me very compassionate for people who endure that. And, and it's cool thing right. to get to the other side. Anybody can. There's very little that didn't happen to me. Right You know, so if someone tells me something I can relate But I'm past it If I can get past it, anybody can
1: But what if you don't believe in God Or You can go to the second debate Which is God is so loving, why did he let that happen I'm not asking you to answer either of those questions Actually, I'd rather you not Because those could be like, you know Ten hour questions uh, discussion, that's but, true, uh, or not? You know, or not? But, but, you don't but, have to you know, believe in God. Yeah, you, you know, don't have and to. And if you're, you no, know, you don't have to believe in God. And and the whole theory about God being loving—why does you stand back and let this shit happen to an infant child? That's where that's where God really comes into question. A loving God? Oh, come on. I'm not going to ask you to defend it. I just want to throw those out there. I, I'm as, not going you know. to
0: defend it. There's nothing to yeah. defend it. I understand no, there's nothing, no, what no. you're saying. Right, right, right. There's nothing to right. defend. You're saying, if right. he's so loving, mm-hmm. why does this stuff happen? But he, yeah. he doesn't do that stuff. He doesn't do that. But, People do yeah.
1: that. He, but he allows, you, know, you know, so-called loving God, he allows it. He stands back and watches. While those horrible things happen. So, I mean, it's not, what, you know, what, well, I, this is just all makes around the world. you think he's
0: watching them do that.
1: Because he's omnipro- um, omniscient, uh, sorry,
0: um, omnipotent. Um, um, omnipotent, yeah. Um,
1: omnipotent and omnipotent. Um, so he can see everybody uh, the at the same time, and if he sees somebody crack, doing crack, something crack, wrong, crack. Right, right, right. he should reach yes, down right, and right. stop
0: them. Yeah.
1: Right. I correct, get it. Correct, correct. Right, right, right. It,
0: right. But there's no freedom in that. In him controlling our movement. Oh, that's wrong. That's sinful. Stop it, or I will strike you down.
1: That doesn't occur like loving either. Yeah, the whole free will argument is definitely, or point has definitely exactly. been, you know. I, and you by the way, that, it, was, I, it,
0: was it was us as human beings that demanded free will, because originally he was trying to control everything. He said, you can go here, you can go there. Just don't go over there and don't eat the fruit from that tree. Right. Oh,
1: true. That's true. For the and little then we animal, were like, no, we,
0: we we uh we want to go eat the fruit from that tree. Okay, we'll go on about your business then. Yeah. That's how it went down. We don't like how it ended up because we weren't at that original party when it when the rules were laid down. We sure okay, so we
1: why were. have why have a God at all if 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 in the in the in the final final you know final scene final... And ultimately, everyone gets to do whatever the hell they want to do. Why even have a God then? You don't have What purpose have would God serve? Not your person. I mean... There for why therefore... You do know, no. Why, you know. But you know, I can only answer
0: from me. I can't answer from yeah, me, for you, know? you. Yeah, no, no, for you. Why have For God It's because it sources for, me. Yeah. It empowers me. If I didn't have a God, like I said earlier, when you're in this situation... When you cannot escape because you're too young, if you leave, the police will bring you back, and then you'll be in double trouble. So you got to stay in a bad situation. Why have a God is you have someone you can turn to, to pray to, to release your fear and anguish on, that he's there to you, that he's invisible. Nobody can take him from you. You can go to him when other things are happening that you don't yeah. want to be present to He's an
1: experienced,
0: right. and some people need that spiritual, yeah. you know, empowerment because they're dealing with some pretty heavy right. stuff. Right. You know, and when you're Religion, at an age yeah. where you, yeah. you can't yeah. leave, like grown people, when they get mad at each other, they get up and say, and I'm leaving, and don't trust me. They can walk out the door, but a 10-year-old does that, and the police bring him back.
1: Yeah, that's true, too, yeah.
0: Yeah. So having a god gives you some place to go to when nobody can tell you don't go there.
1: So religion is man-made. God is man-made. I've I've seen that. I've heard that before. I can't dispute that, and it seems like a lot of good evidence for it, as a matter of fact. I, again, I'm just kind of you know just as a as a discussion, you know. Um, yeah. People, you know, it's humans invent God discussion. because they can't they can't because it's the only way to deal with you know life. And there's a, well, there's a lot of side to, deal to with that, life. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's, That's it's one, one
0: possible way to deal with that. I've seen people yeah. deal with it other ways. Because I'm a coach, this is what I do for a uh-huh. living. I interact with people mm-hmm. who are agnostic. They don't believe in God. They, there are okay. people who are deists. They believe in something, they just don't necessarily want to call it God. You know, I deal with all kinds of spirituality, and I'm open to all of them. Nobody is telling me, at least so far, you have to stop believing what you believe and believe what I believe, or I won't read your book. Yeah. You know, I'm fine, you're fine, what you believe is fine, what I believe is fine. Do you like to know more about what I believe? Sure, I'll tell you, but I'm not going to defend or argue for him because I don't feel I need to. First of all, I don't think I'm qualified. (laughs) You know, he doesn't need me to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) bigger men than me have tried. But, you know, the reality is, is that I personally, myself, Pamela, I believe that people need something higher than themselves. Sometimes you're not enough. And when you have a higher power, regardless of what you call it, it's someplace to go to empower yourself and recharge your battery. Right. Yep. That's true. There's a lot of people sucking your energy these days. I'm not kidding. They're out there just sucking away, and sometimes you need someplace to turn around and go, okay, let me get myself together here. I just don't know why people are being the way they're being. But, you know, I bless you and, I, and I, I honor you and I thank you because you're very, very yeah. powerful. And whatever it is you're dealing with in life, I invite you to keep looking for the yes, even though the yeah. no's are trying to take your attention. Remember, life resonates with the energy of yes. So you can find it okay. if you
1: look for it. Right, I understand what you're saying. Well, it's been a real pleasure talking with you, and yeah, I'll let you go. And uh, just don't just mute me so I can keep on listening. And you got uh, it. Don't hang up on me. <laughs> I'll call back, but don't. No don't, way. I like no to way. keep, you on, keep, on, keep
0: on, on walking, and I'm going to mute you. And thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I wish you, you the too. best and take care you too. and be well. Okay. Thank you. You too. All right, so that was a really great conversation that we just had. I love having conversations like that about the power and the energy of yes. I wanted to take a moment. It's really wild because each night, ever since my book was published back in June, Say Yes, um, the the show I would take an excerpt of my book and read it. And um, I chose tonight, you know, I was looking through my book, what am I going to talk about tonight? What am I going to read from tonight? And and I chose to read from the spirituality chapter in the book. So the the book, Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dream, the book takes seven areas of your life that you can work on to get them to where they resonate powerfully for you and you are happy and um, you're in mind, body, and spirit. So each chapter of the book deals with a specific area or category of your life. One of the categories is um, your spiritual practice, whatever that might look like for you. So I'm going to read an excerpt from that portion of Say Yes. This is my book. It's just published in June. It's available for sale on Amazon.com. And uh, my name, again, is Pam Heath. I am the Yes Coach. And the book is called Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. Spiritual Practice. Creating and maintaining a spiritual practice will contribute to your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It is the most important practice you can do for yourself and your physical and emotional health, and equally for your sanity. Instead of wallowing in feelings of being overwhelmed and frustrated, you can take steps to create a spiritual practice that fits into your life and work that practice daily. You'll be so glad you did. The life you dream of, want, desire, long for is obtainable with a conscious spiritual connection to yourself and your higher power, whatever that energy is for you. Do you already have a religion? Go to church regularly. Or maybe you stopped going to your family church out of laziness or disinterest. Now, I won't step over this. Has the church disappointed you? or worse, betrayed you, I read the headlines. And I know there have been some hard things happening with priests and the children they've harmed. If you have faith, but you don't practice, consider taking up your practice again. It's an opportunity to have a spiritual practice that grounds and centers you. My conversation is not about organized religion or doing what someone says to do only on Sunday, no matter what example they set what kind of human being they are. I'm encouraging you to ground yourself in a spiritual connection to the universe and a higher power. I'm not asking you to give over your power to another human being. I'm speaking of you connecting to source and acknowledging source. I encourage you to make a regular spiritual practice that gives you the time to heal gain clarity and understanding for your life, your purpose, and why you experience some challenges you have along your way. Grounding yourself in this manner, it can help you keep your strength and focus, and it will help you fulfill your dreams, intentions, and benefit yourself from your life and your inner peace. You should not feel forced or unpleasant for you. You just need to be still and listen for your inner guidance and spiritual support. Be patient, don't force it, and don't make it happen a certain way. In time, you'll hear what you need to hear. You can start by setting sacred space for yourself. Create a location where you can connect with spirit and spend a few minutes talking with your higher self, your guides, angels, or higher power. It doesn't matter what your belief strategies are. If the idea of God makes you uncomfortable, You can call it your connection to the universe or whatever creates that higher space for you. Speak what your intention is, say a prayer, or you can repeat affirmations that resonate for you and express gratitude for all that you are, for what you have and for what is coming your way. You can use this to set your intent for your day positively and inform the universe you are ready to receive and what you would like to experience or accomplish that day. A spiritual path for your spirit. It's a way to connect body, mind, and soul. When you can have the mind, body, and soul in harmony, life is harmonious. Being spiritual is tuning into the frequency of spirit, tapping into a knowing beyond the physical. We are more than just these physical bodies. We are, in fact, Energy. You can say spiritual is just another word for energy and the awareness of our energetic oneness. Life is energy. Remember the earlier quote from Bihar that's just the way it is. Spiritual practice is an anchor into our divinity. Spiritual practice will get you out of your headspace into your heart space as you commit to connecting to spirit the energy that is running the show of your life. Do it. Start today. If you are a creative spirit, an individual who taps into your core being, your inner mind, you are drawing from resources without replenishing. And that will drain you consistently if you don't create a practice of spiritual resonance and replenishing. It's like recharging a battery. Start in this category by creating a Feel good list, things that when you do them really make you feel good. Then, from that list, choose a few activities that you would love to do every day. Activities could be, but it's certainly not limited to, exercise, walking in nature, yoga, drinking hot tea, cooking for yourself, complimenting someone, cold showers, laughing, etc. etc. Now, Make a list of things that nurture and grow your mind. These activities may considerably open you to different ways of perception and knowledge. You could try reading a spiritual text, meditation, affirmation, mind dump stream of consciousness writing, puzzles, gratitude journaling, etc. Don't know where to start with journaling? Well, at the back of this book, you can check out the recommended reading section for a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Morning pages are an excellent way to journal, and I highly recommend it. Write core feelings you want to feel in your spiritual practice. How would you like your activities to feel like for you? Glow, connection, abundance, ease, flow, energized movement, presence, love, support, divine power. Light, clarity, etc. Choose your access to your spiritual practice and get down to it. Answer these questions in your journal. Why am I committed to building and maintaining a relationship with my soul? What value does that connection hold for me? Write your answer down and then reflect on the answer to both questions. Don't skip this you will get to the core of what you're creating with your spiritual practice. Spiritual practice is for nurturing, connecting, and honoring your soul. Make this a part of your morning ritual, building and strengthening your connection to your inner kingdom. Start small and be easy on yourself. You should feel good about your spiritual practice. So do what feels good and right for you. Let your process give you what you need to give yourself. This is your gift to yourself, and it will contribute to you for the rest of your life if you keep it up. Regular practice. Commit to yourself to support yourself in taking on a daily spiritual practice. Regular spiritual practice gives you that time to heal, to gain clarity and understanding for your life. Your purpose in life, and getting clear on why individual experiences or challenges entered your life along the way. Remember, everything happens for a reason, and we are not always clear why something is occurring. Sometimes you can get clarity by reflecting during your quiet time and spiritual practice. The silence and stillness away from the hustle-bustle of life can give you access to clarity. It can help you keep focused. It will help you benefit your life by encouraging you to be more accepting and calmer when situations occur. A relationship with God if you hold those beliefs, but act. Don't have it be something that's in the background, undistinguished. Be committed to manage your spiritual self. Be a yes. Miracle morning. Begin your day setting your sacred space. Have a morning ritual, something you do every day. Check out the book I recommend called The Miracle Morning by Hal Inrod, which will help with the creation of morning rituals. The morning time is unique and powerful. Once your day begins, you'll find it gets away from you. It's better when you first arrive, and it's a great way to kickstart your day. Start with your eyes closed, relaxed, with your breathing intentional and focused, for a short time, and then ask your angels and guides anything you would like clarity on, and then be still, relax, and listen. Give yourself time to develop this habit as natural, and don't try too hard or be too hard on yourself. Manage your breathing and relax. What a great time to manage your monkey mind. Keep it up, even if at first you feel nothing is happening. Don't give up. You'll see the rewards from this practice manifesting in your life. The energy of sacred space. Find the time to regularly sit in your sacred space during times of confusion, indecision, or lower energy, and raise your energy levels back up to the higher state during your meditation. Pick a spot in your room, your home, wherever you are. You don't have to be in this space to revamp your energy. However, you can conjure up the memory of what to place in your sacred space to regenerate calmness, serenity, and peace so you can refocus yourself wherever you are. Keep this space clean with no clutter. Keep it well-dusted and tidy. Train your roommates, children, and significant others to honor this space and not to dirty it. Create that it is a sacred space and come here when you need to remove yourself from the ordinariness of life. Have this space represent the extraordinary you. When you sit to take yourself inward, use pomp and circumstance. Have it be distinctive and formal. Have this be the one place you treat with reverence. There may be other special areas in your home or in your life, but make sure that this space is one of them. Meditate. Meditate. Meditation offers you so much in the realm of stillness and sacred space. To meditate is to commune with God or the universe. It is where you can resonate with your guides and angels, visit your ancestors, or spend time in the past or future. You will go inward to that space inside you and touch your spirit while your mind is quiet and the world better understands situations in your life that are puzzling you. Or you can seek answers to things that are confronting you and help you make tough choices with confidence. I invite you to create a daily meditation practice. Meditation allows you to interact with higher information and brings peace, tranquility, and healing. There's a cute little video you can watch that will help with this. It's called the One Minute Meditation. You can find it on YouTube. I highly recommend it. An excellent app for meditation is Omvana. Vishen Lakhiani has a beautiful guided meditation there, which would be a splendid start if you are not used to or you don't meditate. Start here and keep seeking meditation guides. Vishen is the CEO of a great online transformational education community called Mind Valley. Check them out for courses, seminars, and retreats. www mindvalley.com. I attend the Vine Valley Live event every year in Southern California. So if you attend, seek me out, and I promise to sign a copy of my book for you. I hope to meet you. The Daily Om is another great online community for courses that address your spiritual well-being. www.dailyom.com. Daily Om is spelled O-M. So it's dailyom.com. You can take classes on yoga, meditation, Feng Shui, so many. Be patient, be gentle, be kind. Wait for it. Have patience with yourself and your progress. Rome wasn't built in a day. You are investing in yourself and creating the life of your dreams one step at a time. It took all your life to get you where you are. Be patient as you reinvent yourself. Set your short and your long-term goals and then reflect on what you need to maintain you so that's to take you to the promised land. Give up that you need evidence that things will turn out or go your way. Accept that things always go your way, no matter how it looks you are on the pathway to fulfilling your destiny and your life's purpose. Take on your life one step at a time. Look inward and see yourself doing well while you visualize your desired outcome. Your plans and focused intentions will manifest whenever you want, anytime in your life. Always keep in mind, one step at a time, you can have anything you want. Just say yes. Make requests. Remember the early analogy of the film Angels in the Outfield? At the end of the movie, Al, the head angel, turns to the screen, looks out at the audience, and winks. Remember, he tells the audience, we are always watching. Your angels and guardians are always around you, in your environment, supporting and cheering you on, helping you and listening for you To show what you want and desire in life, you must invite them into your experience. Whatever results you're committed to achieving require wise planning and committed action. However, you need to speak aloud what you're creating and designing for your life so your guides can take part in sourcing your journey to what you envision. You think your guides and angels can read your mind. Would it surprise you to learn how cluttered and chaotic it is up there? Your mind like Grand Central Station with thousands of chattering monkeys, so loud, it's hard to distinguish different threads of thought. Speak out loud not to be misunderstood in what you want, what you're working towards, and what you desire. You are heard. You're always listening. That's why I keep reiterating, don't say what you don't want. Say what you want. Connect with your guides every day. Keep track of your conversations, insights, requests. Put them in your journal along with your morning pages and pay attention to the answers that arise as you open yourself up to receive what your guides send you. You find that it helps to see your progress and opens you up to other forms of communication. I, I know some will read this and will not like the mention of angels and guides. This it doesn't contribute to you. Remember, I'm merely a messenger and this is my message. And it either contributes to you or it doesn't. There is no need to get riled up. I'm the messenger, and the message is pure. Say yes. So I'm going to stop there. This, it goes on to have more conversations about the spiritual realm. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to read an excerpt from my book, which I've been doing ever since the book was published, so that you can hear the kinds of things that I'm um, proposing you take on in your life for you to have the life of it, you love the life of your dreams. So I'm here every Thursday night. This is the conclusion of this show. Next week, Thursday, we'll we'll be interacting with whoever calls in, and I'll be reading another excerpt from Say Yes, Seven Steps to the Life of Your Dreams. You can find it on Amazon now. You can purchase it, and if you buy the Kindle version and read it and leave me a review, um, you just need to write me an email and tell me that you did so, and I'll mail you, a paperback version of my book, autographed by me, customized for you. You can write to me at Pam Heath at com. That's my name, Pam Heath at YesCoach, the number four, the letter U.com. That's it for tonight, folks. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care and be well.